Well, everyone, I am so excited. My name is Tyler. I'm the children's pastor here at Family Life Church. It is a pleasure to be here with you this morning. And I love to tell you that while I get to be here with you, we have an amazing team back there pouring into our kids. And I really want to focus. Did you know we have a toddler room? We have a toddler room, which is one and two-year-olds. And so my daughter, Summer, is currently in that room right now. And what I love about it, in that room, I'm going to just be honest, they're not learning deep theological truths, but she is learning right now that Jesus loves her and that she can have a relationship with him. And I love it because we see it at home. My kids cannot go to bed without praying. I mean, it's like if we don't pray, you know, like they'll keep coming out. We gotta pray. And we pray, and I love Summer's prayer. Here, here it is. She says, Jesus, amen. <laughs> Two seconds. TJ likes to repeat the same thing over and over. But I love that because she's spending time with Jesus in that five seconds. And so we have an incredible team back there that helps all of our kids from the youngest to the oldest know about the love of Jesus, but also how to apply it to their life, how to begin to live their life. So today I'm excited to share with you. It's the kickoff to summer blast. Tomorrow our building will look a little different. We will have over 200 children. We're praying in faith, uh, 300. We're going to probably have 250 children on our campus. We're going to have 70 adults in mint green t-shirts. In the gym right now, we have five-foot planets hanging from the ceiling. In our gym, we have a 24-foot-tall spaceship. Why? Because tomorrow is summer blast. And man, it's incredible because we wanted to do a kickoff with you so you could know how to be praying for our camp, how to be praying each and every day. Because if we have our church, a church of 300 people praying every day for the kids at our camp, how many of you know the Lord can use those prayers, right? To do some incredible thing, to change kids lives and at summer blast it's fun we like to have fun they're sliming they'll learn archery skills the kids are going to make new friends it's going to be such a fun week but more than that we pray that lives are transformed and do you know how we know that's going to happen because we've seen the lord do it in the past We've seen at other summer blasts, lives are changed. Kids come home from camp, and we had a parent last year actually use the words, what happened to my child? Because the week before, they were mean and yelling, and then the next week, they were respectful, and they're like, what did you do to my child? And we're like, guess what? We got to show them the love and hope of Jesus Christ, and that opened up avenues for us to also talk to the parents. Now, if you know anything about me, I get excited a lot. Like, I loved all the celebration right there, Pastor Matt. We could have kept going. I was like, I was all for it. Like, I am excited about a lot of stuff, you know? Like, whatever it is, fall festival, I'm excited. But Summer Blast is different. Summer Blast is personal to me. It, it, it has a special moment, and let me tell you why. When I was seven years old, I went to a VBS where I lived in Little Rock, Arkansas. And in this old, moldy basement, at the age of seven, 
seven years old, I heard about the hope of Jesus Christ. And sitting in that room that day, I made a decision. I made a decision to invite Jesus into my life and live my life for him. And as my life went on, I did, like everyone, I had difficult situations with my family and other things, really hard times. And in those times, the reason that I kept following Jesus is because what I learned in that classroom, the beginning of that foundation continued to grow stronger and stronger and it all started right there. And what really gets me, I don't know who my teacher was. (laughs) Uh, She probably doesn't even remember me. But what I remember is what she shared with me. And I almost wish I could say thank you to them so that they could see how the Lord was able to use me and use my family. So Summer Blast is special to me. I love what we are able to do here. And so I wanted to share something with you this morning. I get asked this a lot. Pastor Tyler, which one is better? VBS, Mega Sports Camp, or Summer Blast? I get asked that a lot during this season, and I want to say this. Here's my answer. I ask them this. Are you teaching kids how to live life for Jesus? Are you helping them grow deeper in their relationship with Jesus Christ? Are you reaching your community? Are you helping kids who do not know about Jesus discover the hope of Jesus Christ in their life? And if the answer is yes, then my answer is not one is better than the other. We may have different names, we may have different schedules, but our goal is the same. Our mission is the same, to help as many hundreds of kids See how much they need Jesus in their life. And that's why at the end of today, we're going to pray. But I encourage you to not just pray for Summer Blast. Pray for every camp in the Shenango Valley. Pray for all the VBSs, the mega sports camp. Because how many of you want to see a revival in our area? How many of you want to see our area come to know Jesus? It doesn't matter the name because our goal is the same. And so we are excited with Summer Blast to share with you today, again, of what you can be praying for and also what happens, what we're going to be teaching the children. So this year... Our theme is space. You probably got that by the 24-foot rocket and all that stuff. Um, We are teaching the kids about shining Jesus' light. How to shine Jesus' light. So our first point we're going to be talking with the kids is, when life feels dark, shine Jesus' light. This was a big one for me because, man, life feels dark when I walk into Walmart. There is darkness all around. I feel like it's getting slapped in our faces and we need to be the ones shining Jesus's light so bright that others can do that. So we're going to look up our scripture. And if you know, every time I'm in here, I like to do something called a sword drill. How many of you remember sword drills? So get your Bibles and put them on top of your heads. I don't have a prize today, but you can say that you are faster than your neighbor. And honestly, you just want to beat Roman. So that's really what you want to do. So Bible's on your head. And the reason we put Bible's on our head is so you can be close to the word of God. Amen? Amen. Uh, I'm going to say the scripture twice. 
No matter how many times I say this, there's always people who want to start early. Even when I say this. So are you ready? John chapter 8 verse 12. See again. See, I, I, even when I say it. And you know what's amazing? Your kids are the one who do that back there too. So it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. John 8, 12, when you have it, yell Bible, go. Oh, did, did you yell Bible? Okay, you got it? Oh, you know what? Jess will give it to you. Do you want to read it nice and loud, Sarah? Hi, right, Jess, you. Are you fighting? Who's going to read? For, oh, you she just wanted to beat her son. That's what she was saying. All right. Do you want to read it for us nice and loud? I got you. I got you. I got you. Here we go. John eight twelve says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk, excuse me, walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. I love that. I love the end of that because you will have the light that leads to life. So let's look at the word light for a minute. The Greek word for light is foes, defined as the light, anything emitting light. God profoundly states, I am. You see, light is a part of who he is. Light is a part of who he is. Subtle, but powerful. So what does that mean? The light of Christ, here's what John Piper says, is the brightness of God shining on the retina of the human soul. Christ sees who we truly are and what the intentions of our heart are. Life can be wonderful, but not fully complete without Jesus. He, we were all created to crave a relationship with him so he can take the bad in our hearts and make it good. He takes the dark and he makes it light. You see, light, each day, the sun rises to warm, illuminate, provide growth on earth. The moon and stars, they light the night. You see, light is essential for life on earth, just like Christ is essential to all life. Jesus saying he is the light of the world is the outer recognition of his Father's creation and presence. And so I'm omnipresent, like God is omnipresent, so Jesus is light. And for those of you that don't know, omnipresent means God is everywhere. So Jesus is saying his light is everywhere. Through him and his sacrificial death on the cross, we are exposed to his light. This is the light that shows us our true heart intentions. And only through a relationship with him, he can take those dark places of our heart and replace them with light. This is the light that we can go and show the dark world. This is Jesus' light that we can shine to all those around us. So I need a helper real quick, someone brave enough to come up here. Who's brave enough? Don't be shy, don't be shy. Roman, proud of you, come on. We're gonna talk about how can, like me and Roman, how can we shine the light of Jesus in our world? How can we do it? Don't worry, I won't make an answer. All right, so I'm gonna have them turn off all the lights. Ready? Can you guys turn off all the lights for us? 
And um, I got these from Pastor Chris, so if one of them doesn't work, blame it on him, okay? We'll sort of see what happens. All right, on three, let's turn it on. You ready? Flashlight's on three. One, two, three. Bro, that's embarrassing. Did you really not work? Bro, this is how you go viral. You don't want that to happen. Uh, wait, can you turn the lights back on? We're just having a quick problem real quick. Dude, what? Dude, my light was working. It's got the batteries. It's charged. It is shining. Are your batteries in there? Let, let me see what's in here, bro. Something's going on. I'm embarrassed. It's okay, though. Hold out your hand. What, what, what's in? Bro, look at all that junk in there. Look at all that junk. Oh, man, thank you. Go sit down. I love you. Take the junk with you. Thank you. So, you see what happened here. This one worked. This one was able to shine the light because it had the correct battery power. It was connected to the source of power. This one over here was not able to shine any light because it just had a bunch of junk in it. It was not connected to the source. So what that means, for us to be able to shine the light of Jesus in a dark world, we have to be connected to the source. We have to be connected to Jesus. If we are connected to Jesus, if we're spending time in worship, in prayer, guess what? We can shine our light. We can shine Jesus' light all around us because we are connected to his source. But if we let the darkness of the world fill us, all the junk of the world fill us, we're not gonna be able to shine Jesus' light. So my question to you and our challenge will be to the kids, what is charging you? What are you connected to? Are you connected to the Lord? Because if you are, you can go out and shine Jesus' light. But if you are connected to the junk of the world, we're not gonna be able to shine Jesus' light. And so that's my challenge to you. What are you getting charged by right now? Because to be able to shine the light of Jesus, we have to be connected to him. So here are some ways that we can let our light shine. What that means. The first is this, to live in such a way that others see Jesus through you. How many of you know people are always watching you? Especially at work. If they know you go to church, if they know you love Jesus, they are watching you like a hawk. Everything you do, and so with your words, with your actions, if you are connected to the source and you're shining his light, they're actually going to be like, they're going to ask you, what are you doing? How can you have joy right now? How can you have peace right now? And you will be able to share that love of Jesus. So we need to live in a way that others see there is something truly different about you. We reflect his character, love, and truth in all we do. In everything we do, we reflect Christ. We need to be people of integrity who others can trust. We live in a world where trust is almost non-existent. It's almost like don't trust anyone. They're going to hurt you. But we know that we can trust our Heavenly Father. He'll never let us down. He'll never leave us. He'll never abandon us. So we need to show them that they can trust the Heavenly Father. To be kind and compassionate, patient and forgiving. Simple things, but so challenging. We need to be patient with others. We need to be forgiving to others. Because when we do, if you can forgive someone who hurt you, that right there is going to show people there's something different about you. Because normally when we even ask kids, this is a big conversation we have, what do you do if someone hits you? You know what most of them say? Hit them back. Because that's what you do at school. If you don't, but 
But shining Jesus' light, living life for him is different. And so when you don't hit back, people are going to be like, whoa, why didn't you hit back? You're going to be able to shine Jesus' light. And the last one is walk in the light. When you stay close to Jesus, when you're doing your devotion, spending time in worship, you won't be perfect. But it's amazing you, when you walk in Jesus' light, how it will affect your day. So remember, when life feels dark, shine Jesus' light. The second thing is, when good things happen, shine Jesus' light. I love this one. We need to celebrate when the Lord does amazing things. I really want to get, like, I don't love when I accidentally say, oh, man, I got lucky today. Because that's not true. The Lord blessed me. The Lord is always there for me. He's always blessing. So when good things happen, shine Jesus' light. So I want to celebrate with you some things that the Lord has done for Summer Blast already. So this scripture is Psalms 101. It says this, shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. So I want to give God glory right now. For Summer Blast this year, we begin to pray. How can we make this camp amazing? How can we reach hundreds of kids? How can we have the best decorations? Not just decorations. How can we make it top-notch quality? And we also prayed, how can we do that? By saving money. That was our prayer. That's how we went to the Lord. And we prayed this. And what the Lord did was, he said to me, he said, all you need to do is ask. So I did. I asked, I asked for these five foot inflatable planets, 11 of them, and brand new, they cost $2,000, which I think is ridiculous. Um, And so I said, Lord, I would really love those for our camp. I think they'd be incredible. 22 hours later, there's a church 15 miles down the road that had those planets and said, we want to donate these to you. I said, wow, Lord, you are good. Thank you. And so again, I went to the Lord and said, Lord, we could really use a rocket ship. <laughs> like, Lord, I'm thinking like 10, 15. Y'all, I don't want to be too greedy. And so I prayed and I said, Lord, and you know what the Lord did? Uh, he said, ask. So I put on my Facebook, I got 30 ridiculous comments from my friends, like call NASA, steal one from NASA. I have sketchy friends. Um, you know, st- stuff like that. But there was one real comment, a high school five hours away from here that said, we have a 24-foot rocket. And I'm just like, Lord, you knew I wanted bigger than 15. Thank you. Right? And he provided this rocket just like that. And what the great thing is, this is what the Lord does for you. This is why we want to shine light on this. He said, the guy said, hey, we have people who want to buy it, but we would rather give it to you for free. And then he said, what I want you to do is I want you to then go sell it and keep the money for your church. What? You see, isn't that amazing what the Lord did? Not only did he bless us something for free, we made money off of it. That glory to God, exactly. We want to shine Jesus' light when good things happen. Another scripture I want to share with you, I mean, I, I love that, is Psalms eighty six twelve. With all my heart, I will praise you. O Lord, my God, I will give glory to your name forever. We went to apartment complexes. One thing that was put on our heart a couple years ago is there are kids out in our valley who can't get here. They don't have transportation. What can we do? And so we went to this apartment complex. We haven't been there in three months. And me and Miss De- Deb Bannock, we got out. The kids ran up to us, ran up, open arms. And they said, and I quote, 
Are you here to take us to church so we can learn about Jesus? That was their first words. And I just, you know what I did? I said, Lord, with all my heart, I want to praise you that that's what they're excited for. That's what they've been thinking about for this past year. Not the bounce houses, not the fun camps. Their first words were, I want to learn about Jesus. And I said, Lord, I want to praise you for that. Psalms 106.1, praise 